Welcome, everybody, to Forgotten the Freak. I'm your host, the glorious League Freak. This is episode 182, and I'm here with a very special guest. I'm here with Katie. How are you, Katie? Hey, good. How are you? Pretty I'm good. heaps good. How, how are you? Why are you so good? Why am I so good? Yeah. Just because Parramatta just got, just, they they did what usually happens to them. <laughs> I know. It was a good game, though, hey? Like, we should yeah, tell Yeah, it was heaps good. If you're listening in, Penrith Panthers versus Parramatta Eels at uh, Parramatta Footy Stadium. Penrith got out to a 10-0 lead in the first half. Looked really, really good. Second half, there was an eight-minute stretch where the Eels put on three tries, uh, took the lead, and they never gave it up. Though It was a really good performance and a good comeback, hey? Yeah, we both teams did good. As I said on um, Twitter, like our teams are really good. <laughs> they are. Everyone right? else, it's yeah, weird. Everyone else can, you know, suck us off or whatever. <laughs> Pretty much, yeah. They were my thoughts exactly. Everyone can suck us off. Um, yes. The, in, the, in the first half, just Penrith, to put it professionally. Yeah. Well, it's a te- it's a technical term actually. Um, in that first half, Penrith looked like a premiership side. They were amazing. Uh, they probably didn't put on enough points, though, considering how good they were, though. Yeah, yeah. But I th- I think, like, I don't, I don't know. I'm still in shock. You're still, you're still, like, you feel as though they should have still, like, like ruined your day or something, the Eels. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm like, still sitting here as well. I yeah. really want to tweet back to that person, like, what were you saying, bitch? <laughs> so, Walker Blake, he kind of ripped the game open for the Eels at one point. Um, and until he did that, well, until he did that, the Panthers were kind of all over them still in that second half, too. Yeah, they were. They were. Like, I like had my computer up in the air ready to throw it at one point. Then I was like, no, you're a bit poor. You can't really afford that. Yeah, it's, <laughs> it sucks when you're like, you're like, oh, man, I need to break something, but I can't afford to. Um, yeah. Caleb Aitkins, uh, it's, it kind of sucks because he played pretty well through most of the game, but there are a couple of bounces of the ball and a couple of times you didn't really chase back. after it. Yeah, it just it, it kind of changed the game a little bit. I think he, he seemed, like, nervous to go mm. up. You know, like, when you're a kid and you play cricket and you have, like, one bounce, then you catch and they're still out? Yeah. Did you ever play that rule? It's yeah. like he was doing that. Like, you, it, you can't do that. <laughs> nah, nah. And it's it sucks because he was, he was really uh, making that position his own. And Edwards is just behind him waiting to get his position back. But I, I think that... Man, it, it really changed the game. And look, one of them bounces was just like a, it was like a fucking spin ball or something. He couldn't have done anything about it. But um, I think the fact that he wasn't really attacking the ball, and it was only a small part of the game, but it really cost them at the end. Um, who do you yeah. reckon was the man of the match? Clint Gutherson got the most uh, meters in the game, but I still kind of think the man of the match ah. was Nathan Leary. Who? Nathan Cleary, my boy. Nathan Cleary. He's great. Damn it. He's great. You know what I liked about Nathan Cleary in this he game? He looks like his dad did a hatchet job on his haircut. Yeah. Like, he needs... You know when your little brother goes to the hairdresser with you and he tries yeah. to get the same haircut as you, but he just looks like a knob? Yeah. 
Yeah, because he's well, not as cool as you, and you're like, man, I can pull this off, but you can't, you fucking dweeb. That sort of thing. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. He, yeah, I he needs to... at that plastic table. <laughs> he needs to... Yeah, he needs to do something about his haircut. But I tell you what, he looked really confident in this game. Even later on in the game, he was trying to make a lot of stuff happen. I tell you one thing that Eels did really well in that second half is they shut down um, Kikau really well. They were smashing him even they when he did, wasn't getting the they? ball. Yeah. They were smashing him. And I noticed a lot that... um. Cleary, they were kind of keeping him out of the last play. Yeah. So yeah, they, were, they weren't really getting to do anything creative there. Yeah, it was interesting. It was uh, – and, and Cleary is the sort of player that really goes after the ball. He goes searching for it, so he can get caught on the last. Um, yeah. I thought Lu, I thought Luai played pretty well, but I, it was, I thought it was weird he got hooked later in the game. Um, and it was only in about the last 10 minutes or so, and they chucked on Burton. And, I mean, Burton was, I don't know what he was supposed to do, just running on while the game was needing to be won. He, he he did pretty well considering, but I just thought it was a weird decision by Ivan Cleary to, to carry him on the bench and, you know, hook you at 5'8". He's eight. only played a few well. games, hasn't he? He, he has, yeah. He's, uh, they've got... They've got a lot of depth in the halves. Like all three of those players were first grade players, but I think Cleary has to really decide. Ivan Cleary, I mean, Cleary has to really decide that who he's going to go with his full time five eighth. Yeah, I've noticed this year a lot though with the teams that in a lot of the games they've really relied on these rookies to do something for them mm. to be the stars. And it's like you're paying all these people millions of dollars, but you want these people who've never played in first grade to win you something. Yeah, well, you look at the Paramount Eels. Like, Dylan Brown has had to come up with a lot of stuff for the Eels this year as well. And he's I know he's not a rookie, yeah. but he's still a young player. And it, you're right, there's been a, a few instances. I, I know uh, in the early game, the Warriors game, uh, Katoa, He's, I mean, he's only played the game for a year and he's one of their go-to players already. Um, it's kind of interesting, isn't it? And it, it might come down to uh, yeah. the Premiers might just be who has the best youngsters who are value for money still. Yeah, see, that's that's what I'm thinking. I'm like, they're paying all these guys millions of dollars. It's like, why are you bothering? Yeah. <laughs> so many good young players. Um it was interesting that the Panthers kept Sevo pretty quiet, and even Ferguson they kept quiet, which is something that you don't see teams really do to the Eels. Yeah, he he was very quiet. I noticed, like, but I've noticed that most of the, this year he has been. Like, I think that a lot of teams must have been doing their research on him in the off season. Yeah, like because they see him as the danger man. Yeah, he's one of those players that you're like, the best way to stop him is just to keep the ball out of his hands, basically. Um, and yeah. for a big dude like that, one of the things you can do is kick him behind them, make them have to turn around and get their momentum up. Because if he gets the ball with a full head of steam, he's just a nightmare. I mean, he's fucking huge. Yeah. Um, yeah. Have you seen his calves? Yeah, I have. Have you seen that Aren't picture? They creepy. Where, yeah, he's with that picture where his calf is like it's right, right up. It looks like he's busted it, but yeah, he obviously didn't. It looks like it looks like an oblong. Yeah, it's kind of weird. Yeah. 
It reminds me of when I'm reminds me of when I'm working out, you know, I'm just rippling with muscle and it just <laughs> so. looks, you know, sometimes it happens when you just rip like that. Um, it reminds me of one of those wooden bowls that you put treats in. <laughs> you know, the long wooden bowls. <laughs> At least they're good at food. <laughs> oh, jeez. Uh, Jennings had a bit of a mixed game. He was, he was like, pissing me off. At one stage I was like, just get him off the fucking field. <laughs> yeah. He, he threw a couple of, pretty dodgy passes and and things like that um like a blake he had his you know good eight minutes for the whole season <laughs> yeah i know it's like there's his value <laughs> yeah <laughs> but um like the eels were playing as if like they were so panicked as if they were like 20 down or something yeah yeah it was what are kind you doing of, I, you know what i think it was i think because Penrith's pack was so dominant in that first half, they probably felt like they were they were like Penrith were right on top. The thing was on the scoreline they weren't like they you know, okay. um, and that's the problem that Penrith have. Penrith need to be if Penrith can start executing better, uh, they're going to be a really bloody good team, really really good. And but I, think, I think that they, I think that they fall into this trap of get it to kick out. Yeah, definitely. And definitely. it's like there's a there's a whole heap of other guys on the field. Everyone knows now that you're getting it to kick out. Get it to someone else. Pretend to get it to kick out and get it to the other guy. Yeah, and like they just don't attack down the the right hand side of the field basically ever. And I understand having kick out was just having this super weapon there, but you can't just keep going to him, going to him, going to him. They need to work out how to attack down that right-hand side of the field because, I mean, we saw Parramatta just decided that, look, if they they want to even use Kikau as a, a decoy runner, smash him. You know, just smash him no yeah. matter what. and he's going to get hurt eventually Yeah, if they keep if they keep doing that. It's like, then you're going to lose him for what? Three, four weeks, you know? And then and then what? It derails yeah. the whole game plan. Exactly. <laughs> I, I wonder if they... You know, I'd like to see Kikau move around the field a little bit. I think he's got that ability to be that sort of player. Um, but they do need a different point of attack because, and I think that's basically where what it's coming down to is teams are able to stock up on that side of the field and not really worry about the other side of the field because they're not really doing much down there at all. Um yeah. I tell you who's playing really well this year. Like Josh Mansour is playing really well. He's having a really good season. But Brian To'o, uh, I think he's maybe the form winger in the competition for the. And he's you know he's been amazing. He's bulked up this year too for the Panthers. Um, so he's been great. Yeah, I think he's pretty good. Yeah, I like him. Yeah, yeah, I I do too. Yeah. Hey? Um, I mean he's not as good as my. My Sivo, but <laughs> have you noticed to leave someone out? Like he doesn't exist to me. Yeah, I know. That of a winger. Yeah, <laughs> I know. We all know who you're talking about. Um, but did you see? Did you see Ryan Madison's goal? I was like, yeah, that's my boy. I did. <laughs> there was a big hit. Oh wait, wait, my computer's running out of battery. Okay, plug it in, plug it in. What? <laughs> While you're doing that, um. There was a massive hit by Ray Stone in this game. And the first thing I thought was, Katie will be really happy with that hit. She loves seeing the Stone violence coming out. Um, 
you know, other players that played well in this game. I thought that uh, Regan Campbell-Gillard was good early on, but as the game went on, he kind of faded out a little bit. I thought Junior Paulo was very good in the second half. Sean Lane was good in the second half. Uh, Ryan Madison was really? shut down. Yeah, Are I'm you still, still talking to me? No, nah, I'm, I'm talking to the listeners, Katie. That's what I'm talking to. We've got listeners. Like, I was like, dude, I told you. <laughs> <laughs> I should have just said, what do you reckon? <laughs> um, oh, I would have been like, I don't know. I wish it was him that got daxed. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, Ryan Madison, he was involved in a lot of the, the game. They shut him down a lot pretty well, I thought, though, the Panthers. And it was just a good game. Like, there was a lot of attack and counter-attack. The defences were yeah. really at the fore. It was just a great game of footy. Yeah. I thought it was, like, you know, one of those games where it's not – where it's low scoring, but it's because they're just too good. It's not yeah. like one of those games where they're, like – almost running backwards because they're so bad, yeah, like yeah. Dragons were last week. <laughs> yeah, the Dragons for, like, the last year. Um, I feel sorry for them. I, I, I do – well, I feel sorry for players like James Graham and Cameron McInnes. Yeah. <laughs> I feel sorry for James Graham. I, I feel sorry for their fans. I saw there was a petition for them to dissolve the uh, joint venture. I thought that was pretty I stupid. know. I, it's, it's dumb. Yeah, really dumb. And then, yeah. Um, did you yeah. watch? Did you watch the whole uh, of Cowboys losing to the Warriors? Because I saw the first I half. I did. Okay, cause I didn't see the second half because, believe it or not, I had a a business meeting. <laughs> yeah. Right. All right. Is that where you like? Never mind. <laughs> no, it, it was literally, it, I know it sounds dodgy, I was literally talking business with uh, somebody that is going to be doing, uh, looking for sponsorship for the podcast. Uh, oh, and really? Because I yeah, was going to say, was it like a, was it a, um, a little chat for Scarlet Blue or something? <laughs> what the hell is Scarlet Blue? Don't you know what Scarlet Blue is? No, Google it. It's, it's, okay. it's the online escort um, oh jeez! Need... It's like the database for escorts in Sydney and well oh Australia. How do you know that? I just know my stuff. It's research. <laughs> I've never heard of it. Anyway, I'm really? too good. Yeah, I'm too good looking. I don't have to pay for it. I didn't. I, I'm. It I'm it doesn't bloody... mean you're bad looking. It means you don't want to make the effort. <laughs> it means you're lazy. Okay. It's, it's it's guaranteed. Look, I am lazy, but I'm not that lazy. Jesus, I'll put it. I'll put in the groundwork at least. Um. Anyway, enough enough of the prostitutes. <laughs> how, do, how do we get from footy They're to prostitutes? Escorts. Well, aren't they the same thing? Have some class about you. No, I think there's a. I think there's a, like a zero, the difference at the end of the number. Okay. Ah, oh, I see. I see what you mean. Okay. Hey. <laughs> see, I don't know this shit. Um, <laughs> hey. <laughs> that's, that's the biggest sidetrack ever. So tell us about the second half, because in the first half of the Warriors versus Cowboys game, the Cowboys looked pretty good. Um, I, it looked to me like they were going to go on with it and win the game, but the Warriors put on 37 points, which is kind of shocking. Uh, that second half, they must have gone off. 
yeah, Blake Green and um, Nikarima were heaps good in the second half. They were like doing all this shit and getting everywhere and running I, around and kicking balls and <laughs> kicking balls. I tell you what, Nikarima was good in that first half. He he really relished being at five eight, uh, getting out of the hook and roll, uh, which was really good to see because they've they've needed more from their halves. And I mean, you see the result there on the scoreboard. They got a lot of points out of you know they against did. the Cowboys, so that's fantastic. What annoys me about it is when the Warriors win, there's always an excuse made for yeah. the other team. Yeah. And I saw a few other people mention it on Twitter as well, that it's always, oh, like the Cowboys tonight, they were down to 15 players. They lost Valentine Holmes, this, that. It's like, yeah, that might have an impact, but 37 points, like yeah. that's not the reason. They play exactly. good. They deserve to win. Exactly. And, I mean, you know, if you don't want to be beaten – don't let in 37 points. That's what that comes down to at the end of the day. It was like the uh, Seagulls versus Broncos game on Thursday night. The Broncos led by 18 points, and the Seagulls scored 20 unanswered points, and then the Broncos were crying about referee decisions. It's like, dude, you, you let in 20 straight points and lost the game after you led 18-0. Shut the fuck up, you know? Uh-huh. You know who I like on their team, though, the Broncos? I like Tony Staggs. I think he's really good. I do, too. I think that... You know, he's still got a few little things in his game that he needs to sort out defensively. But, you know, in attack, he can make something out of nothing. He's yeah. outstanding. And I think that he was a big reason why they had those 18 points to begin with. Like, yeah. he was a, had a big impact. But, yeah, there's something else, eh, Broncos? They, they really are. It's, I mean, they need, I think that performance was good for them. Uh, I, they needed to come out and just put in a really solid performance, and they did that. And I know they were overrun yeah. at the end of the game, but if they had have lost like twenty nil, then we yeah. would have been saying this is a disaster. I don't think you can look at them now and say that's a disaster anymore. You can at least build upon that and say, look, we we score, you know, another try, we win the game. You know, we stopped them from scoring yeah. twenty points in a, in a half, we win the game. You can you can work yeah. on that. Yeah. And especially when people or players like Darius Boyd actually did something yeah. in the game. Like he had an impact. Like he wasn't just a passenger. Yeah. And he has been for a year. Yeah. And so, it's like, wow, finally you did something. That Yeah. It was really good to see him doing that. Um, for the Warriors, uh, Katoa, the young second rower, he, and that rhymes, um, he is... He You're is like, I know, right? Just a wordsmith oh. over here. Um, he is something else. Like, he is quickly getting to that, I would say, kick out level of devastating running out wide as a second rower. Um, it, it's it's something that the Warriors have been lacking is somebody in their front or in their forward pack who is a devastating ball runner, and it's good to see that they've got one now, and they should be looking to wrap him up because every NRL team should be looking at him and saying, how much money have we got, you know? Yeah, yeah. He's really, he is pretty good. And I, I think that um, if Warriors can just find a bit of consistency in mm-hmm. it, 
they would do really good because I think they've got a good team. It's not like they they don't have any good players. So I think I, that, if going into this year, I would have said, man, they're screwed. They're not going to do great. But I think the fact that they have – they're getting through their sets. They're not making a lot of stupid mistakes and things like that. That's half their battle. Uh, and then having someone like Katoa, as I said, it, it gives them a, a strike weapon up front. Roger Tulvasashek is one of the top three players in the world easily. Um, and Hiku got a hat-trick, apparently. Yeah, yep, yeah. yep. It gave them it gave them another point of attack. The way he played in the game yeah. was sensational. They're very underrated. Well, I tell you what, they've moved up into tenth place, which I feel like that's the highest they've been in a very long time. Um, they're underrated, but not Orbison underrated. Like actually <laughs> underrated. Actual underrated. Yeah. Um, so so we've got the Parramatta Eels. They're out in front now. They've got ten points, uh, and they're going to be competition leaders is no that matter. more than we got in the whole of 2018 that's a good question i've got no idea i'm gonna have a look <laughs> i'm like you know where i would go for that information is rugby league project rugby league project go to nrl go to 2018 Parramatta eels they won six games Oh, really? Yeah. So, so the, we're so almost the, there. Yeah, one more win. That's crazy. That's a pretty big turnaround. Um, they, they cannot lose first place no matter what happens for the rest of the weekend. The Panthers are in third place on seven competition points, three behind the Eels. Uh, depending on what happens, they could slip down as low as, I think, sixth place. Um, but that's as low as they can go. It's it's a good year for our teams. It's kind of scary. Of of all yeah, the teams that you've seen play this year, who would you say are the top four teams in the NRL right now? That in terms of they will be there and thereabouts at the end of the year. Um, I I would say the teams that are in the top four at the moment. Oh really? Yeah. Well, tell you what, it's hard to argue with that. I, I'm still not convinced about the Knights. I, I don't That's know about the, I was just looking at them, and I was like, they're going really good. I really like Bradman Best. I think he's really good. Yeah. And I think he brings a lot to the team, and I think that any – He oh, should it, steal, try to steal him. <laughs> who, who should? Anyone. Any yeah. any team that can. <laughs> You, you know the thing about him, he's, he, he's a big, strong dude. Yeah. And he just seems like one of those dudes that's uh, hard to tackle. You know, he's yeah. he's all elbows and knees and, you know, he's so big and strong. It's like, what do you do? Especially as an outside back. Yeah. But just you look at this ladder and everyone's, like, putting shit on teams like the, the Rabbitohs, the Bulldogs, the Sharks, and the – um, reigning premiers have only won one more game than them. Yeah, it's a little bit strange. I think that the Roosters, that since that we've resumed the season, I think they've looked a lot better. They looked pretty bad in the first two rounds, and I think that that break. I know um, on the radio that we do on the weekend, Daniel made a really good point, saying that uh, 
you know, they've played so much footy over the last few years, playing all the way through the grand final. Then they've had the World Club Challenge to start their season. And that break is probably perfect for them to try and yeah. get back on track and just get a rest. You know what I mean? But that's what that's what happens when you do good at your job. You have to do more of it than everyone else. That's true. That's what <laughs> that look. That's why we do so many podcasts, Katie. You know, we just killing it. We do so many podcasts. That's why, that's why Clinton hasn't had a sick day since two thousand and twelve. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. That's why the best pies are found yeah. on the Central Coast. Yeah. Um, we won't say where because people no. are creeps. They are. Oi, but talking of Clintons, what the fuck was Clinton Gufferson doing? Oh. <laughs> what was... When he runs through and he pretends to go for the ball, he just jumps up and he just throws his That's body. Like, he didn't even pretend to go for the ball. It was just like, what? What are you doing? It's a high jump, mate. Yeah. <laughs> it makes you wonder, like, just say, what's going to happen? Because... Eventually, someone that's going to happen to a fullback that's trying to catch the ball, and they're going and to get gonna, knocked they're out. Get hurt. Yeah, yeah. And will that be seen as a reckless, like a reckless? I think it's reckless. It's not. Yeah, we have to. It's not like yeah, it's not. Not reckless. It's it's stupid. Mm-hmm. So you reckon Clint Gutherson? How many weeks on the sideline? Eight, ten. Uh, probably none, because has he ever been in trouble before? I don't think he has, hey? I think he's been <laughs> in. St- I still think they need a better fullback than him, hey? Well, I think he's kind of like, you know, m Yeah. They, they're kind of they're good at every position they play, but they're not great at any position they play. Yeah. Well, it's, he's a jack of all trades, master of none. Yeah, yeah. So I think it's kind of more his influence on the team. Yeah. And that he's their leader, that he's there, at, you know, because they need him on the field somewhere. Yeah. And it, But it's a kind of weird position to, for that to be the one that he does that in. See, I just think if they had somebody that was bringing the ball back at speed – They'd be terrifying. That back three would be absolutely terrifying. And when he's on his own and he's running the ball back, I don't think he scares anyone. He's not very big, is he? No. No, he's not. And, I mean, look, it's working for them. You can't argue with the results. But I don't know. I just think that they'd be terrifying I think he good fullback. He, in terms of... um in terms of talent in the position. He is the weak link. Yeah. But I do I do love him. Yeah. What do you love him? What do I love about him? Yeah, yeah. I don't know. I just love him. I mean, <laughs> I don't love him like I love Madison. But yeah. I think it, I think he's funny. Yeah. And I, he does. I, I think the way that he leads them on the field and how he is yeah. with referees and stuff. I think you need that to counter. And everyone whinges about him. And I'm like, he should be doing that. That's his job as captain. Yeah. And question I, things. I think you need that to counter Mitch Moses because Mitch Moses is very demonstrative himself. And I think yeah. that if 
say because if it wasn't for Gutherson, he'd probably be the captain, Mitch Moses, whether it was officially or yeah. unofficially. But I think that that he sort of balances out Moses, so Moses yeah. can. Moses do, is too emotionally immature to be captain. Yeah, exactly, exactly. Um, but it it just works. They've got a weird dynamic there at the Eels, and it works. You can't argue with the results, and right now they're the team to beat. Like, what's that like to I know? know that, and I think. I think we're playing Roosters next week or something, aren't we? Uh, let's have a look on the NRL website and go back. Uh, next weekend is... Uh, this is this weekend. Roosters or Raiders? Let me see. No, you play the Roosters. Yeah. 20th of the 6th at 7.35 p.m. That'll be next Saturday, I believe. Um, Wonderful. Yeah, that's going to be an interesting one. Would you go to that game if they let fans in? No. No, still not? No. Who are the Panthers? Panthers playing Storm next week. I don't think we've beaten Storm since, like, they fucking come into the competition nearly. Uh, I I know. Doesn't it suck when you're like, yeah, we're winning games, and then you see the next few games and you're like, oh, get fucked. Yeah. Yeah, it's disheartening sometimes. <laughs> we could go, um, you know what? We could really use a Titans game right now. No, did you see how good they went last weekend? I, I mean, know. they're rookies. I know, oh, but still. Jesus Christ. Knowing our team's luck, we'd go out against the Titans and they just fucking nail us. <laughs> Imagine that. Who do, who do you think of all the teams in the comp? Is there one out there you think will be the one that's maybe a bogey team? Or that you're not looking forward to playing? I don't know. I, I never look forward to playing to playing against Knights. Okay, really? Yeah, they always just tell us. <laughs> really? I haven't noticed that, eh? Oh, that's embarrassing. <laughs> I'm trying to think if we've got... Like, for, for the Panthers, I'd say it's the Storm, for sure. But like, the storm does that to everyone, so it's not. Yeah. Not yeah. Well, I think it was uh, the Rabbitohs have never beaten the storm down in Melbourne, which is unbelievable, you know. Yeah. Um, so, but as you say, the storm do that to pretty much everyone, so it's not the worst thing in the world. But uh, at least it's a quality club like the storm. Like it'd suck if it was a team like the Titans or something. That'd be terrible. Yeah. So let's have a look at what we've got for the rest of the round. Tomorrow we have Rabdos versus Titans, which should be interesting. I think the Titans, I hope they come up with a good performance there. Who do you reckon will win that one? Oh, I don't know. They've got Cody Walker back, the Rabbitohs. Mm-hmm. So I don't know. I think the I... Titans have really surprised me, but. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I think I went the Rabbitohs. I think that they're – I don't think they're very good this year, but I think Wayne Bennett keeps them at a certain level where they don't play terrible games. You know what I mean? Yeah. Uh, Knights, they kind of cruise sorry. through. Yeah, they yeah. They kind of just cruise uh, and then Knights, bust out. Knights versus Storm is the second game tomorrow. I think I picked the Storm because I always picked the Storm, but who did you pick? Do you think the Knights can win that? I think they can, but I don't know if they will. Okay. <laughs> That's good enough. 
that's good enough to make you an expert. Um, and, <laughs> and then they've got numbers to the left. <laughs> like Braitha Nasta when it's nil nil in tonight's game, and he's like, "Oh, no teams on top yet." It's like good one, Braith. Um Oi, how about if they if he gets the pull down, he scores a try. Yeah. <laughs> like, okay. Oh, shit. <laughs> yeah, um, no bad. <laughs> so the late game tomorrow is West Tigers versus Raiders. I feel like the Raiders are going to put on a fucking cricket score in that game for some reason. Oi, I think they will because they, they're going to want to prove that they're not shit after last week. Yeah. Yeah, they have a little bit of something to prove. And, yeah. You know, I think Bench will play in that game still. Um. Bulldogs versus Roosters. Josh is playing. Yeah, yeah, he is. Um, Bulldogs versus Roosters is the 4 p.m. game on Sunday. I think we both pick the Roosters for that one, yeah? Yeah, I think the Roosters will win, but I want Bulldogs to at least show something, which they always do. Yeah, yeah. They, they always try. They never disgrace themselves. They always try hard. Yeah. And um, I think that everyone needs to remember that it's – they're a team at a begin the beginning of a rebuild. They're not a team full of international state players like some teams that aren't going as good. Yeah, that's very, very true. That's very true. Um, then we've got the Sharks versus the Dragons, and I think anyone that doesn't watch that game is the winner of that one, but who do you think will win? Oh. Well, not the game of rugby league, that's for sure. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I, I reckon um, the Dragons fans, because they'll be one step closer to Mary going. <laughs> <laughs> Man, it's it's uh, if the Dragons lose this one, he has to go. You can't just keep losing it's games. Just ridiculous, and eh? Yeah, it really is. It really is. Um, now one last thing, right? We had Josh Reynolds, who he had he had one he he, he was pulled over at. 1.30 a.m. after, and he's driving home from the airport from playing a game of footy. He's driving home from the airport. Uh, he hadn't renewed his license. That happens. But he did a, a drug test, a roadside drug test, and it come back positive. He went to the station because he was like, there's no way. Uh, the station once said he was negative, and so they do a blood test. Now, the blood test one has come back that he was negative as well, right? So he's he's got no cast answer for that. But the way that the media jumped on him and were like, oh, he's tested positive for a drug test and stuff like this and didn't have all the facts, and now it turns out that he it was just a false positive and he didn't have anything like that in his system. The media's been pretty quiet about it, haven't they? They have. And you know what? I think that the media these days, they have an obsession with being first rather than being right. Mm-hmm. And they jump on these things. They're like, oh, drug test, one thirty a.m. They, and the one who did it, he's like, oh, I did see in the story that the second one came back negative. I'm like, you had to go through so much fucking babble and then a heap of ads, mm. a heap of pictures of his ex-girlfriend and him mm. to get to the part where the second one came back negative. Yeah. You say 1.30 a.m., so it makes it look like he's off his head in the middle of the night driving around for fuck knows what reason. Mm just to make this story up and you use it 
because he's having problems at the moment. Yeah. And that and pushes that story like, oh, has he turned to drugs because of all these problems he's been having? Like, get fucked, dickhead. <laughs> it's, it's really interesting because, like you say, they use the timing of some of these things that happen to players against them. And, like, he's, he literally it was driving home from uh, the airport because they had, they did the fly and fly out sort of thing. Um, and so, and it's like their working day is different to ours. They've got to be, they've got to be at their best, their physical peak, still be able to be playing at their physical peak at 10 30 PM, you know? So yeah, exactly. This is him knocking off work. And the other thing I didn't like about it was, they did use the horrible stuff that had happened to him in his personal life last year and going into this year as part of the headlines. And it was like, yeah. it was irrelevant and it's like, you know, what do they want to do? And that wasn't even something that he did that was bad. It was something that happened to him. He was a victim of that. Yeah, exactly. And they use that as like a catalyst for this fake story. Yeah. And it was terrible. When it's proven wrong. It takes them days, literal days, to to make any mention of it. And then it's a non-apology, like, oh, I'm sorry that you thought this was wrong of me to do this. Yeah, and, oh, so, oh well, my reporting was correct. And it's like, yeah, but your reporting like, no. threw him under a bus immediately. Right. And, like, they, as soon as he come, because he come back and out on Twitter and said, look, these are the facts of the case. You've got them wrong. They just can't accept when they're wrong. It's gross. Exactly. And it's like, just be more concerned with being right. Yeah. Like, everyone would have so much more respect for you if you were a bit later with the news, but you had everything correct. Yeah. Yeah, it's 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 gross. And, uh, like, when it all come out, my timeline lit up with journalists that were like, oh, look at this, more bad yeah, news. Yeah, they were frothing over it. They really, really were. They, that's the way to put it. And, uh, you know, I didn't see any of them. I didn't see a single one of them today saying, well, he was, you know, he's been shown to be uh, completely cleared of that. Um, yeah. it, it you know sucked. what I love, though? Yeah. They brought it up on Fox and um, Mick Ennis was on it. Oh, yeah. And he's like, he's a really good friend of mine. I'm not going to comment on it until I've spoken to him. But he's a good guy. Yeah, he's I a good person. That. Yeah. And I was like, thank God, wasn't so like a friend who's like, well, I'm not going to say anything because it might make me look bad. Yeah, and he it's, just said, you know, it's weird when that happens because, like, just say, like. Uh, I don't know, say you were done for driving over the speed limit and someone asked me for a, a quote out of nowhere. It's like, oh, here Katie was done for speeding. Imagine if you'd heard me saying, well, she needs to pull her head in and not speed and stuff before I'd even talk to you about it. And you were like, yeah. man, it, like, it, you know, I was going down a hill. I was and five minutes, five Ks over the speed yeah. limit, you know. And anyway. all these people like, oh, my God, he was on a an expired license. Expired means it ran out. He didn't fucking lose it, you idiots. Yeah, exactly. He hadn't lost it. He had, hadn't paid it. That That's all that means. Yeah, yeah. Ah, I, I just feel, I felt very, very sorry for him. And um, it's good seeing back in, in first grade this week. Uh, hopefully it, it keeps him 
focused on that rather than not on all the bullshit that's been said about him in the media. And, um, yeah, he must, man, he must be a pretty strong dude considering all the stuff he's been through the last 18 months. I know. It's crazy. You've got to feel for, for him. And other people like him. Mm. Like, and I don't know. But people still will say, oh, everyone's against this poor victim girl or everyone sticks up for the football players. It's like, why can't you just admit that you're wrong? Yeah, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's, it's like some football the, the, players are jerks like, mm-hmm. and some are not. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, and you've got to take it case by case, you know, and it's just clear what ha- has happened to him. And it's like, I mean, it must have been emotionally devastating to go through that and to go through it so publicly as well. Um, man, he he's, he's must be a, a mentally strong dude to go through it. And I just, I hope he doesn't have any more dramas to deal with because he just doesn't deserve them. I only ever hear really nice things about him. Um, and Same. yeah. I've only ever, and you know what made mm. me think that he was a nice person? Watching their games and the way he interacts with the people who work with the team, mm-hmm. like that guy with Down syndrome. I don't know his name, so sorry, anyone saying you know the guy with down syndrome but just the way the team as a whole the respect that they have for him Mm. and the love that he has for them yeah and you're like that's how you know when people are good people yeah when you know it's a reciprocated type of love and it's not because people are watching yeah it's not a media stunt it's what who they are yeah i know that uh I, I've got a follower that uh, wrote a, an article on my website actually a couple of years ago, and and Josh Reynolds uh, went to visit her sister who was very unwell in the hospital at the time, and um, she she said that the visit that he did meant so much to her sister and and her entire family and everything. It was a really special moment for them, and um, and he did that. You know, it, it wasn't a, a club sponsored thing yeah. or a club it was like he did that himself and yeah um just amazing really amazing he is and i've read somewhere the bulldogs player said that he goes to every single player's kids birthday parties they're on different sides of all different sides of sydney but he always shows up yeah yeah and shit like that it's like awful people don't do stuff like that no no um Awful people tell you to take your kids and piss off because <laughs> they're annoying. <laughs> oh, shit. And he doesn't even have kids. So who, what type of awful person would want to take presents to kids' birthday parties and support their mates like that when they don't even have kids to take? Like, you just wouldn't bother. <laughs> I know, I know. It, it's... I know how annoying kids are. <laughs> <laughs> It's uh, it's a, a real sign of the man that he is, and and yeah, just I hope I just hope that all his dramas are over because he he deserves smooth sailing from here not here on in. Um, so yeah, it's a good episode. Yeah. We've done forty minutes already. Hey, yeah, it's probably yeah. Ha- half of it's probably me saying the f word. 
Well, you know. And now I say the F word as if I haven't been saying it the whole the time. F word, yeah. Yeah. It's like, <laughs> it's like when I say all of a sudden the C word. The C, yeah. Because yeah, <laughs> we're classy folk. Oh, yeah, well, speaking of classy folk, someone on Facebook, I think, said to me, you're only sticking up for Reynolds because you want to bone him. I was like, well, duh. Of course. <laughs> like, you know. Um, yeah. What's your point? Yeah. <laughs> It's like bone him, yeah, more than once. Um, yeah. Yeah. Well, you know what? We're classy cunts like that. Um, oh, yeah. So, are you going to um, cut that out? I bet you are. No, no. Make yourself look professional. No way. Professional you know, meetings and all that. La-dee-da. Oh, well, it's business meeting, you know. Sometimes you got to have a business meeting at 7 o'clock on a Friday night. Um, but, yeah. It's uh, no, I don't cut out when I say cunt on here. Um, I think that our audience needs to to hear the word cunt sometimes. I mean, one day I want to break the cunt record for saying cunt. This might be the. Oi, oi, have you heard the Tism song? It may be a cunt, but I'm not a fucking cunt. Yes, I have actually. How good is it? It's very, very good. Um, Listen to it, everyone. <laughs> it's a good one, yeah. Um, so yeah, where can people find you on? Twitter. Oh, you always ask me this. I don't freaking know. <laughs> At Katie Lou Burns. K A T E Y L O U B Y R N E S. Excellent. And yeah. you know what? We might be doing some commentary later this year. Are you excited for that? Oh, yeah. I can't wait. You can't I... say cunt on that. No, we cannot say cunt on that one. We definitely cannot say cunt on that. Um, but. <laughs> We can't even say C word on that, I don't think. But um, no. yeah, I'm looking forward to it. I'm hoping that we get to. Uh, I don't know where the games will be played. I feel like they'll be in the same sort of places: North Sydney, Campbelltown. Uh, I'm hoping we get some games at Bank West. I'd love you to be able to come out to Bank West uh, this year and and check out the stadium. I'll take you for a tour around the stadium as a media person. That'd be cool, eh? As a media person. Yeah. Bloody dark. Yeah. We're professionals. Yeah. I don't know it, if you knew. It's pretty much the same thing as any other regular fan, except you can go in different doors and use... And you get a lanyard. Uh, You know what? I don't have a lanyard. (laughs) What? Yeah. Well, the New South Wales Rugby League wanted me to uh, give them my details. And let's just say... they To register, hey. Yeah, they were constantly in the mail. I can't can't believe they didn't receive them. You know what? I'm... I'm a really bad person. I do that a lot. Yeah. We have birthday cards for people. I'm like, oh, I did send it. Really? Yeah, I'm. I'm an awful person. I sh- you know when you know when you go to the shop sometimes and they say, uh, oh, like you buy something and they'll say, and what's your postcode? And the first thing I think is like, fuck you. And the second thing I do is like, I go two seven seven zero because that's the Mount Druitt postcode. No. Yeah. So I love going to places in Sydney, like real classy shops, and you buy something, and they say, oh, what's your postcode? It's weird, like, eh? It's really I weird. Don't like, yeah. Yeah. As Andrew said the other night, the best way to – if uh, when somebody asks me for my address, they might as well be asking for an argument. Yeah. But anyway, enough of that. Um yeah, it's been hey, a good episode. People just want personal shit. They do. Get away from me. Yeah. 
Like, fuck off. <laughs> Who do you Don't think get... you are? Exactly. Fucking cunt. 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 <laughs> <laughs> All right. So... Sorry, go on. Nothing. Anyway. Got... No, I've really got nothing. It's all right. Neither have I. Uh, good episode. If you want to uh, support the podcast, go to patreon.com slash leaguefreak. That's my Patreon account. You can also go to patreon.com slash Project. That's Andrew's account, uh, Patreon account. That's for all of the rugby league digitization. I'm a patron for both. You're, yeah, yeah, you are. You're a contributor to both. Uh, your name's on my website. You've seen that mm. on the websites, actually. Uh, and, yeah, so get on to them. Uh, email us, podcast at leaguefreak.com. Send us questions, uh, anything, pictures, information, uh, anything like that. Send, uh, do a five-star review for us Nudes. on all your – what? Nude photos. Yeah, send us the nudes. Um nudes. Um, <laughs> uh, do us a five star rating damn it get on your podcast and app right now it really makes a difference five star ratings massive massive thing for us so if you could do that that would be fantastic katie thank you for coming on you've been a wonderful guest i know you're lucky to have me <laughs> fuck you fuck <laughs> you that's Katie. Give up bumbling bogan shit. <laughs> yeah, exactly. That's Katie. <laughs> I'm League Freak. Goodbye. Later. <laughs>